Aleluia, aleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to the little ones the mystery of the kingdom. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus said to the crowds, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you say immediately that it's going to rain, and so it does. And when you notice that the wind is blowing from the south, you say that it's going to be hot, and so it is. You hypocrites. You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? If you are to go with your opponent before a magistrate, make an effort to settle the matter on the way. Otherwise, your opponent will turn you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the constable, and the constable throw you into prison. I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. My dear friends, I want to suggest to you, uh, before I get started here today, to start thinking about Advent and what are your spiritual practice practices going to be during Advent? I always recommend that uh, for each season of the year you pick a book of the Bible and you read and reread and read that book. I decided to go with Romans this year because we've been in the book of Romans now and it's, I, it's kind of caught my imagination and fascination right now. So for Advent season, and Christmas season, pick one book of the Bible, preferably the New Testament, and read and reread that book. This way we get to know our own story. We know a lot of stories. We don't know our own story because when the scriptures are read at Mass, they're all broken into small pieces, and we don't know what follows what or what becomes before what. We, we have no way to put the story together by just listening to them at Mass. So... My suggestion is if you want to get to know our story, to know what the Bible says, then to pick a book each season of the church year and to read it and reread it and read it again and reread it again until you can't stand it no more, and, and then pick another book. For, for example, Ordinary Time, I read Second Thessalonians so many times, I finally had to say, okay, I need another book. I went to First Thessalonians. So... Read the book till you can't read it anymore, and that way you get to know what's in our what's in the Bible. So that's my suggestion. Get ready for Advent. It's coming. It's going to be here fast.
And the church, to get us ready for Advent, has given us this wonderful Romans, the book of Romans. And today we're in chapter 7, and chapter 7 is probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, description of human nature in print anywhere ever. Paul says, you know, I, I, I want to do what's good. I'm willing to do what's good. I know what it is to do good, but I don't do it. I don't do what I want to do. I'm willing to do it. I know what the good thing is. I want to do it, and yet I don't do it. Uh, for I do not do the good I want to do, but I do the evil that I do not want to do. Is that not uh, the situation that we're in? Right? We're all in the same boat. G.K. Chesterton said, we're all in the same boat and we're all seasick. Because <laughs> that is our human condition. We have been wounded and broken by original sin and we are damaged. And that really is, you know, one of the four realities that we have to grasp onto to be a follower of Jesus. There are four things that we have to know and four things we have to base our life on or we're going to get all mixed up. And this is the first one, that we are broken and that we need a Savior and that we cannot save ourselves. There's nothing we can do to save ourselves. We need the Savior, Jesus Christ. We need the precious blood. That's why I picked this Mass today. We need the precious blood of Jesus. We need to get the merits and the fruits of that precious blood into our life. Because we, like St. Paul says, we do not do what we want to do, what we know is right, what we are willing to do. We often fail and do what we don't want to do. So that first reality is we are broken. We are sick. We are hurt. Our human nature needs Jesus. The second uh, truth that Father Lawler talks about, Father L. Lawler, is that hell is a real place. And you or anyone here in this room could go there. We have to know that. Hell is a real place and anyone can end up going there. And also heaven is a real place. And we are all, so these are real places. These really exist. Heaven and hell. And the fourth thing we have to know is that Jesus is the Son of God. And that Jesus came down to our to earth, to us, to his human family, taking on a human nature, taking on all of the brokenness of the human nature, all of our sin and sickness, all the things that were wrong. He took them to the cross, and then he rose from the dead, thus becoming our Savior, thus saving us. I know, saving us from the power of the evil one and preparing us to be in relationship with him forever. That, here, um, it's said really beautifully in the, in the baptismal rite. In the baptismal rite, there's an exorcism of the baby right before the baptism. And this prayer, the church uh, says it so beautifully. I want to close with this because this is what I'm talking about. So this is the, the prayer of exorcism and anointing before baptism. Almighty and ever-living God, who sent your Son into the world to drive out from us the power of Satan, the spirit of evil, and to bring the human race re rescued from darkness into the marvelous kingdom of your light. 
we humbly beseech you to free this child from original sin, to make him the temple of your glory, and to grant that your Holy Spirit may dwell in him or her. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. That's it. See, that's what this is all about. That's what Romans 7 is all about. But for your homework, I want you to read Romans 7 and then read Romans 8, because the answer is right there in Romans 8. Romans 7 is, I'm sorry, I'm going so long. Romans 7 is I, I, I. I can't. I, I, I. But Romans 8, you're going to see so many times, you should count them, so many times you're going to see the Holy Spirit listed. So go home tonight, read Romans 7 and 8. That is the switch that St. Paul is writing about that each one of us must make as well.